tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live's live show. This is BHL Conversations. I am your host, Jamie Gray, and I'm happy to be back, but I'm not alone. We have actor, producer, and musician Elijah Booth in the building. What's going on, y'all? Welcome. Also, happy birthday. Thank you. Aquarius birthday. season. Aquarius all day. Let me let me just ask you, what's like the most misunderstood thing about you as an Aquarius that people just don't get? Hmm. Or that they misunderstand? They always misunderstand us. I guess. That's what every sign says, we're, though. <laughs> we're just, we're a little bit further along than most uh-huh. people. Uh-huh. You know? But I will say, uh, Aquarians are humanitarians. Ah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get about us. We're right. very independent. Um, sometimes emotionally detached, but that's because we're thinking about everybody else. So oh, wow. So we can't put all of that in, like, one Person. Oh, he's a deep. Little, a little astrology. He's deep over here. Okay. Okay. over here. Okay, Reverend. All right. Um, so if you guys are like, wait a minute, Elijah, I, I recognize him. He was a uh, young cottonmouth in uh, Netflix's Marvel's Luke Cage. Yes. Shout outs to that. Also, he was Max in Netflix's Coin Heist. And you will soon know him as Travis Wolf in Pink Opaque. We're gonna get into that, but we also gotta introduce Mr. Derek Perry. Welcome. Ooh. Thank you. Good Welcome. To be here. He literally directed, wrote, and executive produced this film. Yes. Yes. Congratulations Thank on you this. So much. Yes. You guys have been fe- featured in all these festivals, which congratulations to you, Elijah. Yeah. He won for Best Actor at the San Diego Film Festival, right? Yeah. How was that? Just even just receiving, hearing your name. Honestly, I, I feel like I'm still getting used to it day yeah. by day. Um, but I will say, you know, as we, we said prior uh, to us going live, it felt right. Yeah. You know, most people don't know I've been doing this thing for like 14 years. And so moments like that, you know, receiving that level of recognition, I thought would happen much, much further along in my career. And you know, I'm I'm 24 now. Yeah. And so things are things are happening. So it felt good. I'm grateful. I'm I'm very happy for you. I mean, first of all, we're in a new year, but we're also in a new decade. So I feel like yeah. you're on the right track. Things are going good. Yeah. All right. Things we're just gonna, we're gonna keep it th- keep it there. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna stay good, and we just keep going up from here, right? That's right. All right. And then Derek, we we were talking. We have something in common. I was like, I think he's my yeah. cousin, because he's also from Virginia. But I know you don't. You're not there anymore. But we're from around the same parts, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty close. It seems like. Uh, wow. Both West and Richmonders. Exactly. East Coast. Yeah. East Coast. <laughs> Look, I'm from Jersey, too. Okay, okay. East, East Coast, Coast, Coast right. building. Right. All right. <laughs> that counts, too. <laughs> um, but I just, I think it's great. So I know that the, with this story with Pink Opaque, I want you to kind of break down what the film is about because it's a character who is coming, uh, you know, to L.A., who's new, and they're going through all sorts of changes. So, Derek, Elijah, how can you break down this film? What's it about? You know, uh, I mean, the film's about a lot of things. You know, on a, on a surface base level, it's a very, very modern, diverse, unique L.A. story that uh, tells a tale of Travis Wolf, uh, who is one of the central characters, and he is struggling to finish his thesis film, which he needs to do in order to graduate. Uh, but within that, there's a lot of other stories wrapped up. Um, he has a relationship with a, a girl from Koreatown whose older brother doesn't quite want them together. And he's also reconnecting with uh, family members, uh, specifically an uncle who um, has a past that uh, is not so clear that Travis mm. kind of starts to figure out. 
There's always one in the family, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's, always right? there's always <laughs> one. There's always one. Give us a thumbs up if you agree. We all got that one cousin, uncle. You never know. Yeah. It's, we pray for him. But yeah. yeah. You know, we love him so. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can do. <laughs> that's all you can do. Well, I'm excited to see the film. We do have the trailer, which we're going to get ready for you guys in a second. Um, I'm really excited about it. Again, this film is called Pink Opaque. Take a look. Without that film, I can't graduate. Chasing my dreams. Everyone has a story. This one's mine. All right, I think we have a little bit more, but we're going to rewind and we're going to start over. Yep, here we go. In my hands, by the time I start the screening on Friday, you don't graduate. My name is Travis Wolf. I'm 22 years old. Film student in Hollywood. Chasing my dreams. I'm not done editing and you kicking me out isn't really helping. I mean, any idea where we can go? What about that uncle? Carolyn. Wolf. What about her? I'm her son. Travis? Your uncle is a very sick man. Stay away from him. You can have a conversation with anybody. Who would it be? My dad. All I ever wanted to do was make him proud. This is beautiful. I'm talking about a network show. We could be in this together. You gotta let someone into your universe, or else you'll just be all alone. Memory is a funny thing. You remember anything about your father? My name is Travis Wolf. Film student in Hollywood. Without that film, I can't graduate. Chasing my dreams. Everyone has a story. This one's mine. Wow. Also, why do I feel like I know that street? Was that in <laughs> Koreatown or Mid-City area? My, my old hood. There's a couple of streets. Yeah, there's probably some things you'll notice in the yeah. film. We were all around L.A. when we were shooting. You know? That's the beautiful part about L.A. You know, when I watch certain films and you see certain areas where they had filmed, you know, some of the scenes I'm like wait a minute I know that part so you feel more connected yeah, for sure, to for the sure. film so Derek why the name Pink Opaque where did that come from um, you know it really came from being inspired by music and wanting to capture this feeling and that was a title that I was familiar with from an album from a band I really like and I thought it really <sighs> summed up the feeling of the movie and what I was trying to capture atmosphere wise just visual wise and you know just the emotion behind the story Right, yeah, I had heard of a, a band called Pink Opaque, and I'm like, okay, so this is definitely different, <laughs> but I think that's great where you, you know, derived uh, inspiration from. So how long had you, when did you start working on the film? How long did it take to kind of get to uh, where you are now? Well, you know, I started the script uh, probably close to about two years ago, um, and then it was a good six months before having a draft, and then uh, getting a producer, Dave Ragsdale, on board, who's excited about the project, and getting the script in better shape from there. Um, and then we shot November 2018, and um, yeah, now we're here for the world now to see. Yeah. yeah, okay, I love it. And then Elijah, so Travis Wolf, your character, I know in other interviews you said that you have so much in common with this character. What has this character taught you about yourself? Man, portraying Travis has literally taught me so much, and uh, you know, as you said before, I, I had never played a character that I had so much in common with before, and and so this was a character who literally moved to Los Angeles for a dream. And I moved to L.A. like two years ago. Which is so, incredible. You are killing it. 
Man, thank you. <laughs> you it, are. It feels it just it feels so good to be here and and to be here and to be you know, given so many blessings and so many opportunities. Everybody can't wake up every day and say that they're living their dreams, you know? That's right. So I don't take it for granted, but playing Travis, allowing him to go through these different experiences and figure out life and, you know, figuring out how to maneuver through these things. I was almost, you know, receiving that conversation for myself through his journey, uh, you know, with, with things that I was going through at that time. So it's been very nostalgic and also very enlightening. Right. You know, stepping into his shoes. All right. And and Derek, was either any part of this story was it is it, can I say that it was a true story? It was <laughs> how does Travis relate well, I to mean, you? Well, I mean, I think a true story in the sense of some of the things I was trying to capture I've seen or, you know, heard through different things, you know, but as far as this being my story or the story specific of someone I know, you know, not at all, not at all, you know, it's a, a lot of imagination, a lot of pulling things from different sources and right. mixing them together and trying to come up with something new. Okay, and, and they're calling it a coming of age story. What makes this film and the characters stand out? Um, well, you know, I think it's a very unique character. One, Travis, you know, we don't see a lot of black characters on screen being filmmakers, you know, having this creative pursuit, this drive. Um, and then I think everything from the type of music he listens to, you know, just his general outlook on life, you know, is, is, is pretty unique for a character like this, you know. And that was one of the things that I really wanted to focus on is, you know, just doing something that we haven't seen before. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, with this film, I see that, you know, and you guys saw in the trailer, it was featured at the San Diego Film Festival. And then you guys will also be at the Pan-African Film Festival in L.A. Yes, Come on, L.A. Be. premiere. Yes. All yes, right. Will be. So this is the largest, most prestigious film festival, you guys. It's going to be February 17th at 5 p.m. in L.A., also the 18th at 4.20 p.m. at the Cinemark Baldwin Hills. How does it feel? I mean, you guys are going from place to place traveling just to promote this. How does it feel to really... I mean, just to be doing all of this. I mean, it feels good. It feels yeah. good yeah. to be, you know, bringing this film back home to L.A. This is a film about L.A., by L.A., for L.A. Yes, L.A. all day. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, what What better honor to be able to showcase this body of work at the Pan-African Film Festival, you know, it, with, with a, a community that celebrates our people. You right. Know? So it's exciting. Yeah, I mean, just finally, you know, getting the film in front of audiences has just yeah. been a really, really special kind of thing. You know, seeing the reactions, seeing people connecting with the film emotionally in ways that I couldn't even have imagined a lot of times. You know, it's just, it's been great. Yeah. And I love how you said, you know, just for, for our people, because when you said, um, I saw in an interview that you did with the San Diego Tribune, talking about Travis's character, you said that you were trying to put a black male character on screen screen. So some that you hadn't really seen before, even the type of music that he listens to is different. Why was that important for you to showcase that for the world to see? Um, I mean, I just think that, you know, a lot of times definitions can be so narrow. Um, <sighs> Tell me about and, it. And, I mean, that's just one of, I mean, I'm, I'm a very eclectic person. I have all different types of interests, you know, and I think that just, that should just be shown more, you know, just kind of getting out of this box and saying like, hey, if you like this kind of thing, that doesn't make you any less black or, or anything than that. Right. You know, it's like it's just one experience of very many, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, even with you saying that you listen to Pink Opaque, I love bands like Paramore. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and for you, for you, Elijah, what music would you say that you listen to where people might say, really? Like, do you listen to anything or do you feel like you're eclectic or do you? Oh, I'm super eclectic. Yeah? I'm super eclectic. I mean, I, I love classical music. I, okay. I love 
I love a little bit of everything. Pop, R&B, gospel. I grew up in the church. Same, so, same. <laughs> I mean, that's always going to be in my blood for sure. Right. Okay. Um, so now, guys, it is film season. The Oscars just aired this past Sunday. Now, if you guys watched it, so many great wins. Now, one of the wins that I loved in particular was Hair Love. This was a oh, yes. short animated piece by yes. uh, former NFL wide receiver Matthew Cherry. When I say that that, that piece is only six minutes. Yeah. It, it puts you through all sorts of emotions. I cried towards the end. And they won an Oscar. He manifested this about four years ago on Twitter. Yeah. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to get an Oscar one day. And he did. So I think it's incredible. Um, but one of the things that he said when he accepted his speech was that representation really does matter. Yeah. Um, and he also dedicated the award to the late Kobe Bryant, who was the first athlete to win an Oscar. Uh, Matthew, that makes him the second. Right. But um, I wanted to kind of bring that to you, because I remember even meeting you at the uh, Uptown Honors yeah. in 2018, and we spoke about diversity and inclusion as well. Uh, why does representation matter so much? Because when I think about Travis and how you're making him sound I feel like he's one of my friends so what does that mean to you representation I mean it, it means a lot of, you know I think that Hollywood films in general should reflect the world that as it is today and you know the world is a very diverse mixed place I mean even with this film it's you know we have Korean characters we have Latino characters I mean there's just a whole slew of, of Things that can really only you know happen in a lot of places like LA, big cities, where you get that kind of you know juxtaposition, you know. And I think that people are just hungry and they want to see more of that, you know. Right. Okay. I think for me it means everything. I mean, honestly, if I can if I can, you know, sum it up better, I was raised by two amazing parents that taught me that our gifts that we were blessed with are not for us. And so I, I stand firmly on the fact that, you know, we should be able to use those gifts to, to inspire that next generation that's coming up after us. But if we're not given the opportunity to do so, then, you know, exactly. where, where does that put us? So I think going back to what you said, too, about the award, that meant so much to me as well, because now I'm showing these other young brown and black girls that they can do it, too. Yeah, you are. But if we don't have that, you know, representation, then... Where does that put us? Right. So, and that and that was also another thing that you had made a point about uh, about a year and a half ago when I met you for the first time at the uh, Hollywood Honors. But you had said that you were trying to take Hollywood by storm, for and sure. and that was you guys just a year and a half ago. And look at you now. So it's just I think that's incredible, Thank and you. you are becoming a pioneer for so many of us. Yeah. And that's why we're on Black Hollywood Live. We need these conversations. We do, right? Definitely. Yeah. I'm so glad to be here. I'm happy you're here. And, and I wanted to ask you guys, um, because as, as actors, directors, musicians, if you weren't doing entertainment, just from a, a realistic, average mindset, what do you honestly think you would be doing? Like, if you, if you didn't do acting or directing or producing, you did, that, that bug never bit you, what would you be doing? I think, okay, one of two <laughs> things. Okay. Because I think we were just talking about this. That's <laughs> crazy. In another life. In another life, I feel like I would possibly work in PR just because, okay. I don't know, I'm just really good at like finding multiple ways to do one thing. If you can't get in through the front door, you better figure it out. But Thanks. there's always an answer if you're willing to keep going, you know? So if not PR, I definitely see myself doing something with like, I don't know, being a guidance counselor or a therapist or something like that. I, I love being able to help you know people out with 
with their problems. I love that. Yeah. So he's he's of service. You're, you like humanitarian. To be a, yes. Humanitarian. Okay. All right, Derek. What about you? Yeah, mine's not as interesting. I'm probably be like <laughs> an insurance agent or something. Really? Are you good at insurance? An insurance. Agent. No, my mom was an insurance agent. So. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So runs in the family. Man, you know, I, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I used to want to be a veterinarian. That's definitely out of the question. <laughs> I still want to do entertainment, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I would be helping people too. I think I would do something with kids Yeah. just because I love kids so much. So. You give me a kid person. You know, like I just, <laughs> I love kids. Jamie loved kids. Um, <laughs> but that, I think that's what I'd be doing. So I think it's always great to kind of pick the brains of, you know, the people I'm talking to. Um, not Elijah. Yeah. Because you, you saw me, I'm referencing him as a musician because he is. So I heard that you were working on a your debut EP. Yeah. You're working with Knowledge. Yes. Okay, Tell us about that. Man, I've been working on this project for so long, and I, I'm excited. I mean, Knowledge, for those of you that don't know, Knowledge is my my older brother. He's an amazing, amazing producer. Really great producer. Uh, thank you. He is. He, I mean, hey. Come on, family. But, <laughs> and I mean, speaking of family, too, not to not to sidetrack, like, my entire family is has just been so blessed. So you have him as the older brother and producer. I'm the actor, and then my other brother is a stylist as well. Wow. Um, so we're all in our own creative fields. But music, to me, is literally at the core. Like, I started my career singing, you know, gospel okay. in the church. And then from that, that led to me writing and, you know, writing soul, neo-soul, R&B, pop. Uh, but I'm really excited to, you know, be putting out this this music and to be making music still um, for this for this debut EP. Right, and I know you had to pull in inspiration from other people as well, and um, your experiences. Have you thought of a title just yet, or is that still in the oh, works? Oh, I haven't thought of a title, but the vibe is definitely, I mean, I, who doesn't love Summer Walker? Who doesn't Come love yeah. Frank Ocean and Lucky Day? Wait a minute! And Cash Page, <laughs> and Ombre, and Victoria Monet. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I could Something go on for already. for days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love music. I love music. So I'm much. excited to hear this because those are all artists that I love. Oh yeah. Okay, so now we know to look out for some some music in the for near sure. future. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Okay. Well, you guys, again, Pink Opaque, it's out. Now, if you, again, want to see it, it will be, will be featured at the Pan-African Film Festival in L.A. It is, again, the largest film festival, so you got to go. February 7th, I'm sorry, February 17th at 5 p.m., and again on the 18th at 4.20 p.m. at Cinemark Baldwin Hills. Google it, GPS it, get there, okay? Now, you guys, before we go, please let everyone know where they can find you. You guys can follow me at Elijah Booth uh, on Instagram. All right. Great. And check out the film on Instagram at pinkopakefilm. Well, just pinkopakefilm. Pinkopakefilm. <laughs> All right, guys. And I'm Jamie Gray. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find Thank me you, on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or better yet on Instagram at Jamie Gray. But spell it right, guys. J-A-I-M-I-G-R-A-Y. We love you for watching. And again, check out Pink Opaque. Thank you guys for watching. See ya. Bye. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.